1: We are live here at the Davy Whitney Arena on the beautiful campus of Alcorn State University on this Wednesday. The second edition of Braves Basketball Coaches Show, Back to Back. First up, ladies first, as they say, and Lady Braves Head Coach Nate Kilbert on the Nate Kilbert program here on the Braves Sports Network, 91.7 WPRL. And we are on Facebook Live. Glad you can join us. Tough road trip for the Lady Braves at the end. A good start beating Texas Southern, but a tough way to end the road trip in Houston at Prairie View. Not only did we lose the game, we lost it in the final seconds, and maybe the Asia Reed as well. We'll talk all about it with Nate Kilbert here on the Nate Kilbert Program. You can give us a call, 601-877-6595. You can tweet a question. I'm on Twitter, Tall Man Radio. And you can text the question 601-301-2611. Charles Edmond here with Head Coach Dave Kilbert. Coach, how you doing? Everything's good, Charles. What about you? Sir? Oh, man, uh, Houston trip. It's, it's fun <laughs> if you enjoy Houston. And I love Houston. Whether we're playing football basket, it doesn't matter. I just always like Houston. And it's always a tough trip because you've got two schools an hour away and you're staying in one hotel. For the men, they stay in two hotels to try to break up the monotony, one closer to Prairie View, one closer to Texas Southern. You chose to stay kind of in the midway point, and coming uh, into this road trip, you felt it was an important trip after some tough losses to Bama State and N.M. at home, and obviously a tough loss on Monday. We'll talk about that, but overall, just your thoughts on the Texas swing and how we got better. We played, we were competitive, and really should have had two wins, but you got one out of Texas, and then you got to kind of build from that.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm on on our way. To uh, Texas, uh, we wanted to we wanted to, we wanted to at least get a split. We were hoping that we were able to get two, but you know when you start talking about playing well, child, we, we've been playing well. That ever since we entered into conference, we just haven't been making the the right plays, you know, making the free throw, the uh, turnover here. Or t- you know, at key times during the game, we just hadn't did what we needed to do to get over that hump. Uh, but we finally got over that hump against Texas Southern, got our first win in the conference, and I thought that count was going to give us that boost we needed to get. You know, to beat Prairie View, and it and it really did. It gave us that boost we need to to play a a good basketball game. And uh, would you like to be at the free throw line with one point five seconds left? (laughs) And uh, what your chance? What you think your chances of winning? You think it's good, right? Yeah. You know, but everybody, I wasn't disappointed in the fact that we missed the free throw. I was disappointed in the fact that we didn't get the opportunity to go into overtime because it was a win-win for us in my mind. Either we're gonna win the game if if Kayla can make one. Uh, If you make both of them, uh, we're going in overtime, so I thought, there was gonna be, uh, I thought it was going to be – I thought it was going to be – I thought it was going to win. Coach Kayla had just hit two in a row, you know. So she she played extremely well on, on, on that uh, particular day too. And I just thought she was in a good groove and then she would knock those three throws down. And, you know, we would leave it out there with a with a 2-0 with a uh, Houston swing. And that would have been perfect for us because it would have put us right at 2-3. and three, And uh, it just would have been a good situation coming back home to play against the Florida school. But I'm, I'm, I'm proud of uh, the way our kids play. Uh, they play hard, you know. Uh, I know this – that game probably affected them more than it affected me because these kids want to win. You know, I can tell by the way they play. You know, so I know it was disappointing to them that we weren't able to pull that, the second game off. But, you know, we are fortunate to, to win the first game, to be honest with you. Texas Southern played extremely well. Uh, we got out of there in overtime, so we have to be thankful for that.
1: Well, let's talk about that. It started, obviously, with the Texas Southern game. And it's a big storyline. Former Lady Brave player Vernet first year at uh, Texas Southern. She beat Mississippi Valley. And when you look at that, they have a freshman, and Gray was pretty good, and and they've got a, a ton of other kids coached that can get the job done, and they've got some scoring on the floor. You you've got Gray and others. So what was the challenge? And you look at Vernetsky in the system, very active offensively. I mean, they they a lot of movement, a lot of cutting without the basketball, and there's a lot you got to guard. Yeah, they, they remind
2: us of ourselves. A little bit, you know, where they cut to the basket and all that good stuff. They don't do a lot of backdoor stuff, but they do a lot of front door stuff, where they cutting in front of you to the basket and, and causing your 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 big to help on that, and then the big can pop out. So uh, they they got a great system, you know. They got a, uh, they got a lot of good young players. That's 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 going to be key for them. Uh, they got two of uh, the best scores in the conference with Aven and, and Gray, you know. So they they spread you out, and uh, if they got it. If they got that got it going on with with gray and avian uh, if they making their shots and they're gonna make it difficult for you to be able to help off of them that's 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 the trouble you get with them you can't help off anybody and uh once they get to the point where they uh get a little older and get a little bit more experience, they're gonna be a dangerous team you know you you're going to have to really prepare for them, you know, and hope they have a bad night shooting. Uh, Gray didn't have a bad night shooting against Avent. Hit some, she got on a little roll. She, I think she hit back two in a row one time, but she she really wasn't herself because she missed a lot of open looks. So we was blessed in that area. But they're they just a tough team who wants to win just like we do. Uh, they're just young right now.
1: Avent last year was the go-to, I felt. I mean, I, I think they fed off of her because of her, her perimeter shooting. But she's got some help, obviously. When you, look at, when you look at this freshman and, and Micah Gray, what, what impressed you about it? And what is, I mean, we're obviously going to see her and that team again. What, uh, what blew you away and what was something that, that we couldn't do and we were trying to do defensively? Well, my, my
2: biggest thing with her is she doesn't play like a freshman. She play like an experienced vet. She plays like a grad student. Uh, she's so crafty, uh, she knows how to get to her spots, and she don't need a lot of room. She's got a quick release, and I think that's what makes her so dangerous that she's she got a quick release, and, and she can she can score at all stages of the game, at all, at all levels of the game, the three-pointer, the in-between, she can finish layup. That's what makes a kid real dangerous. Now, if, if there's any weakness that she has, I would say it, it maybe it's her speed, but, but don't, get, don't get me wrong. Now, she's fast enough. You know, but if she was a little faster, uh, she probably would be unstoppable. But right now, you can kind—if of, you put a quick, real quick, long kid on her, you can kind of make her shoot over you. Look, that don't mean you're going to stop her because if she get high, she, she still can shoot over you and still make those shots. But she just dangerous all the way around because she's a good ball handler, she's a good passer, uh, she she can score at every level. You know, from the three to the in between game to finishing around the bucket. So and she can post you. That that's what I think was most. Uh, that disturbed me the most about her that, 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 you know, that I didn't know she could do. I, I didn't know she could post like that. You know, a smaller person get on her. She can post you up. And she she knows how to use her body to get get the ball to where she wants it. And she knows how to turn around. You know, you know, Michael Jordan was great at posting a smaller guard. She reminded me of Michael and Kobe when she gets the ball down there. And she know how to feel you. When she feel you on one side, she knows how to go the other way and shoot the basketball. So that's what makes us so dangerous.
1: We had a bunch of scoring, coach. We won the game. It was close throughout. It was twenty-three, sixteen. We led by seven at the end of the first quarter. Another good first quarter, just like here on this floor against uh, Alabama State. Outscored by eight in the second quarter, plus two in the third. And it was a situation where we fouled away from the basket late. They fouled and helped us, and then we fouled and helped them. And it just it was a it was a very close game. And going into overtime, it was sixty-four all, and we outscored them twelve to three. Talk about the final seconds of the game in which they helped us by fouling 40 feet from the basket and then we helped them <laughs> by fouling and you talk about situational yeah. basketball
2: yeah and that's and that's kind of unfortunate and you know I, I can count them I can understand them doing that more so than I can my group, because I think my group is a little bit more experienced than, than they are. You know, they, got, they have a, they have a real young group. We have a young group, with, you know, with, with a lot of eligibility left, but we also have some kids who are upperclassmen. You know, Kayla. O'Bello is an upperclap and, and Wright is a graduate student, so we have some grad kids over there. We would like to think that they can they do a better job of getting us into our sets better. They can do a better job of making us understand game situation, you know, make sure we don't foul. And I thought Kayla is starting to, to do some of those things. She did it at preview, at least. She's starting to talk to her teammates a little bit more about situations, you know, make sure we don't foul. They still might foul, you know what I mean? They, they tell me that person that fouls is really not locked into what we are talking about or what we are doing and you just it's just certain situations you shouldn't be falling in you know and that didn't happen to us more than once this year you know where we filed in a bad situation but unfortunately fortunately we was playing as a young team and they did it right they did it right back to us so you know but you're going to get that experience team you're not jackson the jackson states the the, the, even even the purview they're not going to do that they're not going to fire you not intentionally and when I say me that means playing aggressive and fire you. Because the fire that, that we got on them at the end of the game, that was just unfortunate. The girls landed on the floor, and then we tripped over. You know, you have to call it, though. But most of your experience staying like the Alabama State, the A&M, they're not going to make those kind of uh, fouls, late, especially late in the ballgame.
1: And you got good scoring by a bunch of different folks. One of the big storylines going in, Destiny Brown didn't play the first half, but then she came out in the second half, all I will is read in the second <laughs> half, and uh, – Uh, She almost had had a double-double, scored the first bucket of the second half. And, you know, just talk about that because without Destiny Brown, we're definitely a different team. Someone has to step up in the post, whether it's Reed or or Ford. But, you know, the storyline going into that game, you weren't expecting Destiny Brown to play. She said she was ready to go, but you wanted to be cautious. And then at halftime, she was out there, you know, she played – 23 minutes. Mm-hmm. So she played most of the second half in overtime. What was what was that like? That conversation like in terms of she really wanted to get out there.
2: Well, she really she wanted to start to start the game. You know, but that's destiny tolerance for pain. I mean, she she has a high tolerance for pain, and so she wanted to play. But I I wanted to try to see can we get past that game without playing her at all. I would like to see her just sit out that whole game and then be prepared to play against Prairie But But uh, unfortunately. Uh, and fortunate for us, because she played so well in the second half, that uh, we had to go to her. But, but her passion for wanting to play that on that particular night just overwhelmed me. You know, she just she just said, "Coach, please give me a chance. Just, just I can, show me what I can do." Because when I saw her warm up, she looked like she could play. And the, the day before in practice, I, I, I was saying, "No, definitely not gonna play," because she couldn't hardly move. But the day, but, but the, the day of the game and warm up, she looked really good. And I, I told Coach Powell, "I said, Coach, she she moving real good." He said, "Yeah, Coach." She says she's ready to go. You know, just like that. This didn't didn't really say a lot to me at the beginning of the game. For us, wanting to play or wanting to get out, but she was looking at me. You know, I could tell that she was like, "Coach, when you gonna call my number?" So when we got in there, got into half halftime, got in the dressing room. She she came over to me, and said, Coach. I'm ready to play. Uh, I need you to put me in the game. I said, "That's all, just I'm trying to say I want, I want to save you for forever." She like, Coach, uh, that's 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 Monday. We need to get take care of business today. You know, please put me in the game. She just kept saying. I said, "I tell you what, I'm gonna put you out there. I'm gonna watch every move you make. When you start limping up, you know, not running like I think you should, you coming out." She said, "Okay, I I, I can live with that." Yeah. So I put in the game, and you saw you saw what happened.
1: Was Was there a, a stray of doubt at all? Once you saw her a couple of times up the floor, she scored the first bucket of the third quarter.
2: Did, did that erase the doubt in your mind? Oh, it did. It did. It erased it erased the doubt in my mind. But all the thing that I was concerned about, I knew she was She still wasn't a hundred percent. I knew that because you could tell she wasn't exploding on even the little first shot. She made the little runner, and she didn't hardly jump on it. But she just long and she just shot. It. But normally, Jesse gets up a little bit on it. And you can see when it was time for her to cut people off and block that shot like she was doing that preview, she wasn't able to do that at Texas because so she couldn't plan it as, as well, you know. But um, she was eighty percent, and and, and with her mindset. That's pretty good.
1: yeah And and Destiny Brown definitely stepped up in the second half, but you were talking about Tajane Wright. You were talking about Zaniah White stepping up and Zaniah White, Tajenate Wright had 33 points between the two. That's what you've been looking for. Yeah, right? Most definitely. Most definitely. Charlie. That's what we've
2: been looking for. That's what we have to have for us to to be successful. I, that's what I feel. Those two have to score for us. Those two have to give us something for us to be successful because when those two are giving us points, we're a hard team to beat because we're not looking for offense then. And then whatever those other kids give us, like Claytor or Watson, you know, those other kids – Whatever they give us, that's a big positive for us. Cause even though know, they're not necessarily looking for them to be in double figures, but all of them capable of giving you double figures. Henderson, you know, all of, all of those kids that's coming off the bench for. Us, but we need right and uh, white to be right. You know, what I mean, we need them to. We need to have it going, especially on the offensive side of the ball. We need them taking shots, though. You know, they cannot be not taking shots and expect to score a lot of points. You got to take shots to score points. So we need them in the thirties together. If we can get them in the thirties together, uh, we, we'll be okay. Kalo
1: Billo stepped up a double-double for Kalo Billo. And as good as she can be offensively, she had 10 boards, which I didn't realize. It mm-hmm. didn't seem like she had 10. But her ability to get to the spots defensively and cause charges, that may be an underrated part of her game. She's a lot quicker than people might assume. But she can get to the spot and beat you to the spot and cause you to run over.
2: Yeah, but... But, Judge, Kayla's biggest game is playing when she's off the ball. That's when she's most dangerous when it comes to charges. When she's on the ball, you're not going to see her get a lot of people, a lot of charges when she's on the ball. But when she's off the ball, you you, go, you better be looking for her because she's going she gonna to find a spot to get a charge against you. And that's when she's at her most dangerous, when she's off the ball. And, and we, like to, we like to see her off the ball a lot. That's why when we run our press, we move the back and she, she played a millibout press down. She don't play on the ball as much, but every now and then we'll put on the ball because she puts so much pressure on the ball. But she's definitely at her most dangerous when she's off the ball.
1: Kiara Anderson added 10 points. So you had four players in double figures, Coach, and you know, rounding out the scoring, you had a nice, you know, Destiny Brown with seven points and ten rebounds. So you had two players with double figure rebounds there. You had De'Asia Reed with a bucket, and you had five points by Watkins, 76 points, Coach, and we got the win. It was an overtime. We had to grind it out, and you could just feel the sense of relief. Oh, we got one because against Jackson State we battled. Yeah. Um, against Alabama State we battled. Came down to the final seconds. Uh, against Alabama AM, and it was a battle. And you're just you're wondering, when are we going to get one? Yeah. We yeah. one? We finally got one. We finally got that one against yeah. a pretty good TSU team.
2: Yeah, we did, and we and, and believe me, we, it, it was well needed. You know I mean, we needed something to be able to give us a little boost for going into the Monday night game, and I thought and I thought that win Saturday was going to get us over that hump for us to go to play like to win like we we're capable, of. and we're capable of going on a winning streak and winning four or five in a row. And I thought that 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 win against Texas was going to do that. And we we positioned ourselves well uh, to at, at the uh, Prairie View game. We was in position to to be two in a row. You know, we just, for, for some, you know, some reason we just wasn't able to crawl crawl over that hump, And you know? uh But to be in that position, that mean, we did, we did a lot of things right. Uh, we just got to finish it. We, we're not finishing it, you know. So that's what we talk, our ki- talk to our kids about, just finishing the game. Finishing the game uh, up up here in the head, you know, because I thought we like made a lot of mental mistake down the stretch of that preview game. And at the same time, preview did too. But I thought we made the – the, the key mental mistake that, because I thought we was gonna win the game in overtime, Charles. even even if we didn't win in the regulation, I thought we would still win would the game in, in, in overtime simply because of the way we was playing the last uh, three or four minutes of the game, we just took them out of their game. I mean, they couldn't even get the ball across court to get into no offense because we were pressing them, and we was gonna continue to do that in the second half in, the, in the overtime. So I thought the game was perfect for us. You know, we set ourselves up to be in the situation that we were by the way we played at Texas.
0: Businesses need to think beyond today. That's why ADP uses data-driven insights to design HR solutions to help your business find more success tomorrow. HR. Time. Talent. Benefits. Payroll. ADP. Always designing for people.
2: We got over that hump. That first win in the conference, and I, and, and you know uh, whether I want to say it or not, that that was affecting us. That was affecting us not having that win, and we felt like we was good enough to be undefeated. To be honest with you, and we played well enough to win all those games, those previous three games that we played. But fortunately, we got over the hump and we got that first win, and we went into the preview and played well. We just fortunately, unfortunately, weren't able to win the game.
1: Let's talk about that game, coach. It was a back and forth game. We started out 5-0. It was a game of runs. We led 5 nothing. then they went on a 14-2 run, then we went on a 7-0 run. There was a 10-0 run there, a couple of 7-0 runs. It was a back-and-forth game, but then it came down to the the final seconds. Just take us through that, Coach. When it got down to the final seconds of the game, uh, just trying to finish the deal, got to make free throws, and, and you look at the preview game, we were 13-20 of 20 from the free throw line, but some key misses in the fourth quarter, it just came down as just if we, out of all the back and forth, yeah, Kayla Billow, stepped to the free throw line, a veteran. She's been there, done that, and she stepped to the free throw line. She missed the first, and then there was a little time, and then she was handed the second. I thought she was going to make the second. You could tell just she was exhaling a little bit, trying to calm herself down, and she missed the second. And then obviously it was a situation where they were content in a tie game to go into overtime, and we fouled. And, did, and you were talking about it earlier. You looked at the film on whether or not there was a reach-in on, on Watkins because she committed the foul with one second left. Rosenthal hit one of two. Uh, so just take us through the situational basketball in the final three seconds of the game Monday. Well, um,
2: first, of, first of all, I'm sorry about talking about, about free-throw shooting. Down the stretch, our last six free-throws, we was two for six. Yeah. Uh, Destiny split split a pair, cheat them, split a pair, and and a well-oiled miss, both of her. So you know, first of all, we clean that area up. We won't even be talking about those last sales, you know. So we we'll hopefully we'll we we'll, we'll start to clean that area up as time go. But you know, when any time you look at that, we have the ball, and and that was that last play before she, before uh, Caleb went to the free throw. It was wild, y'all. People falling all over the place. The ball was just going everywhere. We was fortunate enough to get a foul call. One one of their kids was laying on the floor, and we tripped over them. So you automatically have to call a foul on that, which worked in our favor. You know, you you thinking now, oh man, this is this is perfect. And then, they actually put a little bit more time back on the clock. I think they would have put it back to two point something. But it wasn't a lot of time. You uh for us to be at the line uh with with two point five second whatever it was on the clock and uh have two shoot two two shoot a uh, two shoot free throws, I'm saying we're gonna win. We're gonna we're gonna win. We got two free throws and, and, and man that, you can't ask for a better situation than that. The worst that can happen is uh we go in overtime. That's my thinking. You go from the thrill of victory <laughs> to the agony of, of defeat quickly. You know, because I, I I couldn't imagine that. I couldn't imagine us not not going to overtime and not winning a game. One of the two. I couldn't I couldn't imagine that. And to see and to see that ball see that ball bounce off the, the second shot, cable shot. See it bounce off the rim and see see uh, Rothenthal gets get it. And but you know I know how I know how coach coaches in last second situations like that. She tells her kid to run over you. That's that's the way she coaches, and that's smart because now you put the referee in a position where you got to say, "Uh, uh is it a block, or should I just make a no call?" And that's the way she coaches a final seconds of the game. Run over somebody, you know, because what's what's going to happen if you the score is tied? You run over somebody, it, it, it's a foul on you. They're not going to go. It's it, it's a charge. You, they're not shooting free throw. They get the ball out of bounds, whatever you know? But if they call a foul on them. And you got the ball. you shooting two free throw because you got the ball in your hand. So it makes perfect sense to what she did. And that's what that's what Rosenthal did. Rosenthal just ran over, yeah. you know. And But the only, only problem I had with the play was that Kayla probably should have just went away from the play. She went toward Rosenthal and stopped. She was in she was stationary. She wasn't moving or anything. But she should have went back the other way because Rosenthal got to shoot a, 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 a free throw shot from the other end all the way down to to, to their goal. And, you know, chance of that, that happening is just not going to happen.
1: Well, you, you were saying after looking at it closely that it wasn't more of a sense of her reaching in to foul. Well, so what, what did the film tell
2: you? When, well, on, on film, I, you know, because after the game I thought she reached in, I was very, very upset because, I, you know, I just, she just noticed that's a bad play. But when I watched the film late on uh, that night, I, I saw, where well, she didn't reach in at all. Rose just just charged at her and hit the side of her leg and tripped and fell. You know, and when, when that happens, the referee either at, at that point of the game makes no call. Or they call a foul on, on the person that she tripped over. Because normally tripping, it's it's kind of it's kind of a funny call. You have to you know, make on tripping because it was easy to make the call against them because they was laying on the floor. They was not in a legal guarding position. But Kayla was in a legal guarding position, and uh you know and the girl just tripped over her. So what do you do? Uh, if you are in a legal guarding position and and, and and the person with the ball comes towards you, just run over you run run off run off the side of your leg and trip. So that's what you know, that's it's just an unfortunate play. I and mean, that's what I was telling Kayla, because I was on her heart about it. Right during the game, you know, I was like, you know, that's just a bad play. You were not thinking, you just gotta get away from that. And she should have got away from the play anyway, but you know, I, I call I talked to her uh, this morning and sent her a text, you know, letting her know that it was just unfortunate play more so than it. I thought you reached in, you didn't, you know, and so but next time we gotta be a little bit more sport, gotta get away from that play.
1: And then obviously uh tough way to lose and then just I look at the look at the bench, you know, Kayla Billow still on the bench. You can obviously see the disgust and disappointment. Um, and then just after the game, the situation after the game, uh, just a crazy way to, emotions, all of that, that's something that you definitely don't want to see as you look at the film. I mean, because we were talking kind of in real time without looking at any tape or film of it. Uh, here we are 48 hours after the fact. What did the tape show you on that in terms of how that unfolded?
2: Well, you know, and, and me and Coach Pugh been talking. We talked this morning about the situation. You know, both, both kind of both of us kind of apologized for the situation, you know, which should have never happened. But it, it, it was two of the kids on the, on the team, uh, one on her team and one on my team. Uh, Pugh, Sandy's player did not want to shake one of my kids' hand, And uh, she told Sandy that, that she did not want to shake the kid hand and and uh she walked past her and uh the Asia is the kid that hand that she did not want to want you know, shake. But the mm-hmm. Asia took offense to that, you know, I, I guess and they got into a little verbal conversation at half court and you know and and and, I, and the coaches in and, and the campus police, Charles, I think we really we didn't help that situation because we were trying to break it up. But you know, when you start you got a bunch of people trying to break up a crowd of people, that makes it look like and make it look real bad, you know, like it's a, a, a brawl or something. And it really wasn't, because everybody on each one of those teams—everybody uh, on on the Braves team, everybody on, on, on Coach Pugh's team—they was going to get their player. That one individual wasn't going to hit nobody else. They were going to get that player to pull that player away. And but they're running, you know. Now the police see them running. They tackling them. Goes uh uh uh. Zania White got tackled by one of the police officers and she was going to get the age away from the situation and she got tackled but no police officer didn't know that they just trying to make sure that they got some some of the people out of the way but if you watch the film you'll see as long as long as the film went on you can see people just start to separate because everybody had got got the person that they wanted to get away now I think when people start to look at it they gonna say oh when they're dealing with the agents, is what was her intent? Cause she was trying to like get at somebody, you know. And Perry had a kid trying to get at her, so those two would get at her. But both both teams took control of that. Our girls got the agent, got out of there. Prairieview girls got the other kid and got her out of there. So the situation was handled real good. But you know, a lot of times you look at the intent, you know, cause there were a few punches thrown, uh, but no one, no 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 punches connected because. Both both group had their own, you know, had their teammates and the holding. They really couldn't swing, but you can see them trying to come up with it, right? But uh, overall, it just was an unfortunate situation you know? and something something that never should have happened. Cause you know the game is about sportsmanship and and, and, and uh, the agent getting upset because the kid wouldn't shake her hand. She should have never got upset about that. She should just moved on and she moved on down the line. But when she got ready to turn around and come back, the care of the hand that she did not shake was standing there waiting on her like, you know, you know, uh, what's up with you? Cause and some stuff happened during the game with the agent. the agent physical you know what i mean she's gonna be hitting you with forearms and all that different stuff so i think a lot of was stuff that happened during the game you know what i mean because my understanding is some stuff happened with they say the agent said something to their bench or you know something like that you know tell them they need to get tougher or something you know something like that and it just led over to the, to the handshake line and you see where both where the game ended so that one that wasn't good for both teams either you know one team happy, one other team mad they they lost so. It just wasn't a comfortable situation. Do
1: you anticipate any kind of suspension?
2: Too I do. early to say. I do. I, I do. I, I do. I do. Once I because I think they're going to look at the intent. You know, if you run across somebody, and you mad. You may not never swing, but what? What if nobody ever caught you? What if nobody ever pulled you back? What would you have done? You know, so if they look at intent, I think somebody's
1: going to get suspended. Well, here we are midweek, but nothing has come across the line yeah. yet. Nothing yet. Yeah. And that's unfortunate because Deasia Reed, you talk about her, you know what she can do with the post. Um, you know you got Destiny Brown, you got Deasia Reed. Pretty good compliment there, both of them. You know, physical kind of get after it. So the way we lost that game, Coach, obviously it was difficult for everyone. Difficult for me. Difficult for you. Difficult for the players. What was your conversation on the ride home?
2: <laughs> no conversation. You know, when we lose, we, we, we put your put your put your headphones on and be quiet. You know, that's that's what we that's what we have losses. Though. We don't do a lot of. It conversating on the bus. We won't do a lot of talking on the bus. You know, you just put your head headset on and listen to whatever you listen to to, to calm you down because we don't we don't talk a lot
1: about the losses. So here we are midway in the week, forty eight hours after the fact. You think you kinda of circle the wagons and trying to turn that page. I know it's hard because you know we're in the grind to try to make the top eight. Yeah. And I've been telling people I think this team's good enough to make the top eight. But me talking about it, and you yeah. talking about it, and <laughs> yeah. everybody talking about it's not going to get it's not going to make it happen. Right. We got to make it happen out here on this court, right. hopefully starting Saturday. Yeah. But uh, here we are, midway through the preparation for Florida A and M, mentally, emotionally, think things turn the page.
2: Yeah, I, I think they are simply because you know, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not allowing allowing them to do nothing else because my conversation with them was all positive. You know, I, I, the, the the one person that I that I'm that I'm feeling a little. You know, a little wheezy about, woozy about, it. whether or not she's getting over or it not. It's just Kayla, cause she's the person you know that took took it so hard. She took that that really affected her. You know what I mean? I never seen I never seen any any game that we lost affect her the way that game did. You know, that really that really affected. Her. And then, and you know, I talked to. her. is yeah, yeah. so that, a birthday. Yeah, yeah.
1: So that that will put a smile on yeah, her yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was her
2: I texted this morning. Told her happy birthday. But uh, you know, I just knew she was. She was just hurt, you know. And it's hard. It's hard to get over those thing. The best thing I think that can happen is let's play another game. Get another game. Yeah. You know, as fast as we can, let's get another game.
1: Well, let's let's talk about this other game coming up, Coach. We got FAMU and Bethune Cookman as a, a, our former baseball coach, who was a FAMU grad, says in Florida they don't call him Bethune Cookman; they call him Cookman. <laughs> so you got FAMU <laughs> and Cookman coming in here uh, on uh, Monday nights. So let's let's look at the Lady Rattlers. They're one and four. On the season, and they uh, they beat Mississippi Valley in their last game. What do you expect uh, from the Lady Rattlers coming in here from Tallahassee? Chuck, so they're
2: so they're so big. I mean, they're they're huge. I mean,
1: they can create problems for us just because of their
2: size. We gotta we gotta use our speed. We gotta press more than what we ever pressed uh, if we want. Because we don't want the game to be close. Because what they, what they do have, they have they have good shooters from the outside, and they have big post kids. You know what I mean? So the slower the game, the more half-court stuff you play is going to play to their favor. And uh, they like to press, too. That kind of surprised me. And they press uh, can create problems for you because they're so tall. If you don't use your speed and get around them, they can create a lot of problems for you. So that's what scares me about them is they like to play zone. And you know you got to be able to shoot the ball against a zone. You know, and I'm just hoping that I I I shooters will be able to knock some outside shots down to kind of get them out of that zone. But don't allow them to get in it. That's what I say. Play fast. You know, play fast press. Get them down the floor. Make them take their bigs out of the game. That's that's going to be a key for us to make them take their bigs out of the game and play small. Like, like we are uh, try, to, try to adjust to our side because if like, you let those bees they got about five or six of them that's huge. And you know? if you allow them to stay in the game, I think they create a lot of problems for us.
1: And then Bethune Cookman on Monday, what do you see from the Wildcats? If,
2: Bethune is kind of like us. They want to play fast. They want to, they want to press. You know they want to get up and down. So that you you you're kind of seeing two of the two similar teams on Monday night play against each other. And uh, you know don't don't right at the top. I mean they're four and one something like that. So they're good. So that'll be a, that'll be a good game for us, and that'll be a big game for us because uh if we could knock knock one of the top teams off. That that's, that'll say a lot for us. So, you know we had a chance to do a preview. You know just slip by us, but we still got an opportunity to do it. Uh, against Bethune, and uh, it's a big, it's a big game for us. This weekend is huge for us, you know, to help get us, get us back on track.
1: Yeah, I mean, because I thought if if we got the preview win, that would have been two wins, mm-hmm. and then I think I feel like we could have got it done at home four. Mm-hmm. four and it, and then you got, um, you've got Grambling, you got Southern. It was going to be too tough, for them, yeah. but if you get one there, and then the second half, you round up the first half of the year. You got Valley and Pine Bluff coming in here. Yeah. Then you have an opportunity to to, to kind of get a win here, and win there, and put yourself kind of right in the middle right, of the pack right, but that's right. one i'm just hoping as uh, as coaches say don't let a loss beat you twice right, and, and that's kind of right, what you what, right. what you don't
2: want absolutely and, and that could easily happen child that could easily happen but you know in practice they we didn't have a lot of kids in practice because a lot of them was in, in in the training room and getting treatment because we got a lot of nagging injuries but you know the ones that was here uh that was positive, you know. You, you you couldn't tell we lost the way we lost if you watched our practice today. You know they were upbeat, a lot of spirit. You know, uh, uh, Destiny wasn't there, Kiara wasn't there, Kayla wasn't there because all those little kids are beat up. But you know, but the other kids that was there, you know, you, they had a good practice, had a good shooting practice. We didn't do a whole lot because we just got back from a long trip, and, and normally our Wednesday, from, when we come from Houston, and Florida, like that, we kind of do a lot of shooting. We don't do a lot of contact stuff we'll do a lot more tomorrow but uh i think the spirits are good they, they understand what they are when it comes to these two these two games this weekend and understand what we need to do well coach
1: we appreciate it we'll talk to you next week and uh we'll talk to you on saturday let's go get them all right All right y'all appreciate you that's braves lady braves head coach nate kilbert we'll step aside here for two minutes and when we come back we'll have landed bussey he'll be sitting in this chair right here as the braves won two nail biters in texas That's the Nate Kilbert program. The Land and Busy program will start in two minutes here on the Brave Sports Network.
0: Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be...